Okay. Okay, we're recording. Um, welcome to episode 14 of Consensus Unreality. We are joined today by Zozo, John, and Zoe. Uh, what's up? How you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're super excited about this one. Um, I think it's going to just be like a really fun, freeform interview. Um, Zozo just dropped some, or about to drop some new music. Um, just dropped a new video for yep. Face Shuttle. Yeah. So you and guys. We have a single on Spotify with two bonus tracks. Yeah, there right. you go. You guys want to talk a little bit about the uh, the video to start off? Um, sure. Um, yeah, we uh, we shot it about uh, about two years ago, or like February of 2018, um, when we were still living in New York. Um, and then we. Um, we shot it with uh, Bailey Schweitzer directed it, um, uh, who did Empty Metal and uh, was also our our neighbor. Um, and uh, and then we um, edited it and and did all the like special effects over the course of like the last year or so. so. Yeah, did you you ended up doing those special effects yourself because they're like fucking crazy, and I thought it looked so good too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, I learned after effects, uh, and, and, uh, put together myself after, uh, <laughs> um, after we had someone bail on us that was supposed to do it. <laughs> was there, um, was there like a specific inspiration that we're not gonna, was it, was there an independent inspiration from the insane things that we're going to be getting into later in this conversation. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll get into it later, but, um, well, we can talk about the, the, the thing that happened at the beginning, the meditation sequence that actually happened at an event we went to and the, oh, yeah. the actor at the beginning, Edward, whose face splits open, he actually made that sound at a uh, meditation that we went to. So that's how we got yeah. the inspiration. Oh my that God. was the inspiration of it. Yeah. Where was yeah, that we, at? It was this like weird like like what was it? It, it was, was like, like a metaphysical event that had It's like underground metaphysics event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sort of like tied into the noise scene a little bit. Not really. A little bit. No, I mean I guess, I guess, not I don't really. Know. Or like underground scene, yeah. I don't know. So what what happened? He was just like he was reaching nirvana or something and like just... <laughs> i don't know so i know this was it guy, anti-nirvana <laughs> actually you do you remember that weird like rave that that i played and you played too <laughs> yeah yeah in new jersey yeah i had him play one of the end of these sam's oh, rave things was edward there yeah and, and edward was no edward was like helped put the thing together that's how I. Oh. That's how I initially. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Other life is coming through. I know. I know. <laughs> the mask is slipping. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So where are you guys based out of right now? Because you you were in New York for a long time. You guys are both like East Coast natives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you guys just just went out to the West Coast. What's going on over there? Yeah, we, we moved to uh, Harongo Valley, which is near uh, Joshua Tree. 
Um, and we were in 29 comms before that. Mm. Yeah, what was that? Like a crazy, like, military town. It has one of the <laughs> biggest military bases in the country. Oh, shit. What a, but so, they're all, so, like, the area is, like, it's, like, the Joshua Tree area. And, like, there's basically, like, as you come, there's, like, this, like, huge, like, hill that you go. It's, like, kind of, like, a canyon that you go up um, that, like, once you enter, you're kind of, like, in the Joshua Tree area. And Morongo is the first town that you hit. And then there's Yucca Valley, Joshua Tree, 29 Palms, Landers, and then... Uh, and Palm Springs is on the other side. Yeah, yeah, Palm Springs is on the other side. But mm. but those are like, but Palm Springs is like its own, that's like the low desert Coachella Valley area. Yeah. And then uh, the Joshua Tree area is, is, is actually originally called the Morongo Basin area, uh, Morongo Valley Basin, but because Joshua Tree became so popular, everyone just called it Joshua Tree. So, so you guys like originally moved out to Sedona, right? Because I remember you you were both super interested in that. So no, no, we actually never found a place that was uh, cat friendly in Sedona. <laughs> they didn't want our cats there. Yeah. So. <laughs> it turned out to actually be pretty uh, fascist over there, and. Uh, a lot of rules in that area. <laughs> so it was like, you know, like place. places we'd look. Um, I mean, I stopped smoking cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but like, uh, but still like that, the places would like be like, you can't smoke cigarettes like outside. Yeah. 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 Like on your property, like, like stuff <laughs> like that. Like, I don't know. It was like, that's just an example of like the many sort of rules we were seeing. And yeah, like no cats at any of the places. Um, we stayed at this Airbnb with these people that were really cool and like really They were really cool. They ran a tachyon chamber. What? That's what they did for a living. What is it what is the tachyon chamber like practical practical uses? Uh, it was like for like healing purposes. Oh, okay. It was really cool. They showed it to us. It like was like sort of like bed that had like um, like huge quartz crystals like infused into the metal working of the bed and the metal working was like all like sacred geometry kind of structures and like I think it was like a Metatron cube or something. Yeah, and then they had the other healing practice. I forget what it was called. Remember the they had the other one? Yeah, it was like some like weird violet light. Oh yeah. Like, yeah computer thing yeah yeah i've gone to like uh like new age conventions where they have that kind of stuff laid out and oh yeah i, I indulged in a few it's yeah really, really what was that really like? wild wild feelings yeah <laughs> especially um yeah just especially if there's like a person involved like a lot of them are like intentionality based and they'll like right yeah you can and you can like feel this person's consciousness try like I guess a negative way of putting it would be trying to invade your own, but a positive way would be trying to uh, heal yours or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the, they like, yeah. Cause like the way that I understood what this thing was, they just showed it to us. We didn't actually try it. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it worked. It had an app. Yeah. But um, it was kind of like, almost like this, like, like, do you, are you guys familiar with radionics? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, what like, is radionics? There, it's really cool um, stuff. I think, at least, I mean, uh, it depends who you talk to. I guess some <laughs> people think it's like 
craggery, but um, but they're like uh, you know um, the more simple machines are like they're these like devices that have like usually quartz, but like it could be other types of crystals. Um, like they'll usually use like like Tesla kind of wiring or like sort of. Or they'll just say that they're Tesla. Yeah, yeah, I feel like everybody says I'm everything's Tesla. Tesla. Dave, I think but, I sent you some eBay like examples of that, Dave, a while ago. Oh, really? Like, when we were looking into that meta science thing, I oh, said, yeah. like, I was like, oh, it reminds me of this radionics stuff. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that stuff's it's, fascinating. It's really cool, and I mean, some of them I think are really legit, and some of them are like kind of, you know, kind of bullshit. Right. Is it like yeah. light projection uh, stuff, or no? It so so it it. It's their wire. the 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 quartz crystals are like wired up with copper, oh. and then they like oh, go yeah. from like this touch plate, yep. where you put your fingers on it, and then another plate that's like the receiver, and you put something on it, which you could, I think, just like also put thought on it too. I think. Um, yeah, but, this dude uh, sells this one. There's like an example of it. Um, I forget how I found this website, but he makes like these amulets using crystals and then like copper wire. I think I was, I found it like backdooring through like weird radio stuff, but he mm. sells this thing, this like device for like $3,000 and it's like yeah. two crystals like wrapped in copper and it's called like brain power. Right. <laughs> a lot of them are like ridiculously expensive. Yeah. And and a lot of them do seem like really suspect. But um but the I think the technology is is there, you know, and, and I think uh I really wanted to learn how to build them myself. Uh Yeah. Anymore. That yeah. stuff's so interesting. This there's this guy who um who uses that like paired with like traditional like alchemy um or there's there's several people who do that and so I, i've always seen it in the context of like using it as like a almost like an alchemical like prescription kind of thing totally which is really yeah, that, interesting that was one of the things i was interested in doing myself. yeah yeah i like that stuff i mean i'm a little wary of like experimenting with like the like heavy metals side of <laughs> alchemy because I don't want to like kill myself at least like that. <laughs> and yeah. um, so, but yeah, that stuff's so interesting. Um, I have a radionics book somewhere hmm. around here. Yeah. I think Colin Wilson wrote an introduction, which is crazy because hmm. he's like a skeptic. But yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, I love like the, the sound applications of that stuff too, with like very low frequencies Um mm-hmm you know, VLF radio technology. It's kind of funny because I feel like if you took the amulets that this guy made and actually hooked them up to a speaker, you're going to get some like weird transmissions or something. Totally. But, yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I, 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 that I, side of things I have like made alchemical things and then played sounds on them. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, along with crystals, you know, um, but yeah, the actual like wiring up part. Actually, there's a synth I have that I feel like is sort of like this like weird radionics oh, thing. Yeah, the bug. Yeah. Oh, Voltec. that's um, what's that company? Voltec. Yeah, I remember that stuff. That stuff was really cool. Yeah. 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 And it just like kind of does its own thing. You can't really control it. Folk, really kind of Voltec. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, I love that whole underground like awesome. homemade weird synth stuff. Never yeah. bought one, but 
Maybe, yeah. Should I buy one? <laughs> Maybe I'll be a musician. I mean, you know, it's really yeah. cool. it, that thing is like really magical. I yeah, really, I, lo- I love that really kind cool. of stuff. Yeah. They made really awesome stuff. I'll throw some images of the folk tech electronics um, on the Instagram for this episode. I think that stuff goes yeah. for a oh, lot of oh. money now, though, because they're... Does it? Oh, really? They're really? like pieces of art, you know? Totally. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Was that on, is that on yeah. Etsy? I've seen stuff like that on Etsy. Could be. Yeah. I don't know if that's where they sell I got it, it from Control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember seeing that stuff like 10, 10 years ago when they first really started doing it. And um, yeah, they have like really cool drone boxes. A lot of it is obviously focused on what you're talking about, like the copper contacts and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to talk a little bit more about your short experience in... We're in Sedona, Arizona. Because I think that place is so interesting for um the whole new age community and like the you know everybody talks about like vortex is there and stuff but i'm interested to hear what you know your experience of the actual community was versus the sort of like you know interpretation is across the country when you don't actually go there or something yeah um so i mean i can't totally judge because like we don't I've been there a bunch actually, but only for a day every time until the last time we went where we went for like what five days? Yeah. Um and uh yeah. Well we could talk about the leftover cult that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. Oh, that, sounds, <laughs> yeah. that sounds interesting. Well, have you had like any experiences with the vortexes? Because I know a lot of people like Yeah, they were yeah, very strong. They're yeah. definitely yeah, very yeah, strong. Yeah, very Almost strong. too strong, actually. Yeah. But Damn. they're they're the, great. The native yeah. people from that area don't actually live in Sedona because they say you're not supposed to actually live in the vortex. <laughs> you're supposed to live outside and right. look, you know. And that so that's like one of the first things you notice is that it's ninety six percent white. Yeah, and then all the people who work in Sedona town in the town don't actually live in Sedona because they can't afford it. Yeah, and it's hmm. like priced out. Yeah. Uh, for Arizona prices, it's I think insane. It's really expensive. Um, but for like you know from coming from New York, at first it seemed like really good. It's actually yeah. a lot more expensive than here, though, and we're in right, exactly. But then, as we started to realize, like, wait, like, you know, it's totally different lifestyle out there. We're we're gonna maybe we could re- afford this like immediately, but like, it's gonna be really expensive. Yeah, if living here. Hmm. Um, and uh, you know, so that was one of the things that kind of deterred us too. Was that, uh, and then, and then just our cat situation. Yeah, um, I think one of your cats is jumping in the conversation right now too. Yeah, yeah, you can hear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting though. I went to I went out to New Mexico like four or five years ago, and especially around like Santa Fe, there's like crazy feelings like that. That's like another one of those. Yeah, Santa Fe, also. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of like weird, especially out west. I guess there's not really that much. I guess I think the Hudson Valley in New York is one of those kind of charged places um, on the East Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems more prevalent out West. I don't know. I think like the whole um, Ohio Rock. Valley seems kind of charged. True. That's yeah. Midwest. I mean, like East Coast stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I find, uh, well, Far Rockaway and like Miami are like really. Oh, yeah. I've never been to Miami. And Asheville too. Yeah, Asheville too. Yeah, Asheville's built on quartz. Right. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've heard that that's got strange energy. I guess I haven't done all that much traveling, but um, <laughs> it's funny. Well, there's you were, you there's were, actually like really like micro vortexes, just like all over the place. Yeah, yeah I believe that. Um, but Sedona, I mean, there's really honestly not a lot of places quite like Sedona. Sedona is really like, um, and even though you, this is like kind of like it's like Sedona out here. Sedona is just intensity have you guys been there no i haven't been now it's it's like almost like it it almost like hurts the if you're subset if you're like if you can like you know when i was like a kid i i don't think i picked up as much on it um but but i always like my uh my grandmother lives in phoenix so i i had gone with my family on day trips to sedona a few times when we go out to visit her um as a kid um which is why we were that's kind of like how i really knew about it um and always as a kid even i was like i'd love to live here at some point this place is amazing um so we were really kind of thinking we wanted to move somewhere that was like you know metaphysical and we could study like energy formations and stuff like that um and uh so that was like kind of the first place on our list um but um but yeah i mean it's uh it's uh it's it's actually like really really intense yeah. and like do you want to describe some of the well well the people who we oh well yeah i mean one of them was so intense that in the vortex is that i just started like crying uncontrollably for no reason hmm. damn was yeah. it like a specific yeah. location or it was at Bell Rock. Uh, Bell Rock, yeah. Yeah. And then one of them, the uh, people who we stayed with said that it used to be a reptilian base. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> hell, hell yeah. Maybe. Were, oh, no. So odd. You guys, wanna, you guys actually may want to have these guys on the chat yeah, at some yeah. point, too. They were so awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, that whole thing, that mythology is out there, huh? The, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Especially. <laughs> Yeah, like middle of the country and out west, that whole underground base stuff. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Edwards Air Force Base isn't too far from us, too. Mm. Out here. Out yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Neither is Area 51. Yeah. Right. Groom That's Lake. True. Groom Lake's what? In Nevada? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's like two and a half hours. I think both Edwards and Groom Lake are both like two and a half. And where, where, how, how far is Los Alamos? Uh, where the well, nuclear test was no, yeah that's pretty far from us that's yeah. like 18 19 hours i think for real yeah, that's damn oh, yeah actually. i have no conception of like geography i guess <laughs> <laughs> um so do you guys <laughs> do, you, do you feel <laughs> like uh you're engaging similar sort of things where you're at now and in, in joshua tree or? well strangely enough we actually had more uh crazy stuff happened in new york but we were looking for it but, there. but we've been really kind of like recluses lately and and like more i mean we've been trying to finish this record that we've been working on for really long you know and we did finish it once so. we get in back into looking for that kind of stuff i'm sure that we'll find it really easily we've had i know of a lot of people here who have had pretty crazy experiences i know someone who had a really crazy experience at this rock called giant rock this sacred um 
uh, Native American rock that, um, what's his name, lived under? Um, George Van Tassel. Yeah, do you guys know George Van Tassel? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he huh. lived under that rock. Yeah, that, and that's supposedly, a, and it seems like it is a really powerful vortex itself. Is Van Tassel the one with the um, that structure out there, the observatory yeah, the building? Integratron. The Integratron. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that space seems incredible. Did you guys go over there? Yeah. We actually were supposed to go finally. We, we like didn't, hadn't made it there yet. And we were going to go for Zoe's birthday with her family. But right, right when right Corona when Corona started, started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we got this rare text, George Van Tassel text that someone found at like a yard sale, and we haven't read it yet. But it's just this. Uh, our friend photocopied it for us, and it's just some rare. It's like that, like a thousand pages, yeah. or something of like. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, that sounds great. Yeah, that's up my yeah. alley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome. We could, I mean, we can maybe photocopy it for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that place awesome. look it just yeah. looks like such a beautiful space to be in. Yeah. I mean it's unbelievable. And yeah, the vortex energy is definitely here. And and to me, it's like kind of more managed. You know, we're not too far from Sedona, so we could go. At some point I might want to live there still, because it's like it would be really interesting to like I don't know how long I would want to live there, but like I feel like it's so it's like one of those things that I feel like you just got to do at some point or for me, you know, it's calling you. everybody, but <laughs> you I, know, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny. You were telling me on the phone that the population there is like pretty old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very old. Yeah. There's like 10,000 people and something like something like seven or 8,000 of them are like over 65. That's crazy. <laughs> What's going I on? Think, why is that? <laughs> The vortex is like okay. draining people. <laughs> it's aging them. Yikes. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was it, it was kind of disappointing because like we figured that like, and yeah, we don't know for sure what it's like because like I said, we only spent every other time I went there before it was for like a day, so I didn't really get a full feel. And then when we went this last time that we went, it was like for like five days. And the, the few uh, young people yeah. that we met were, we figured out later, were stragglers from this cult that was based out there. Uh, I forget what his name, but he's like a Silicon Valley guy. He was like nice. 25 or something who started this cult, like polyamorous cult. That, yeah. And then he, there was, he like killed his best friend, but he never got caught. And then he had to, had to flee. flee Sedona. And then, then a bunch of the young people who were there stayed and we met some of them. Damn. He, he claimed to be a sixth density being well, uh, like reincarnated or something and like had all this wisdom. And, and <laughs> we, should, all... we should send them the guys, his Instagram yeah, is super yeah, funny. It's, uh, Bell and Bell and Bell and Art. Oh, what was it? Bell and Art. So kind of reminds me of Bracho, the the Bracho. gazer, oh, <laughs> like Bracho. killed. Who definitely Bracho. like? Yeah, he like definitely name? killed his like mentor. <laughs> yeah, he's the the gazer. You know, yeah. like uh, he's that like was he Croatian or something? Yeah, he's uh, Eastern. Oh, you guys were just talking about this guy. I think. Yeah, and, yeah, and he like looks at you with these like big. Watery eyes. I, I hadn't heard about it yeah. until you guys. Uh, yeah, it's no, he's... incredible. Yeah, like two hundred people in a church, and then he just yeah. he walks in. He, there's like three speakers before him, 
and then he just comes on stage for five minutes and like just gazes at everyone yeah. and then that's is it, it yeah. pronounced bracho or is it braco braco Bra- Bra- bracho makes more sense but whatever it doesn't matter yeah um yeah, I guess he like he like killed his like manager or something, yeah. <laughs> or like it's, it's heavily insinuated that he like left him on a in the ocean to die. Yeah, like yeah. But they he, never got him. He dropped his gold chains, his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get yeah. taken out by like the cult of Bracho. They're gonna come for us. Wait, is the is the guy that you were talking about, Bantino Massaro? Yes, yes, that's him. Yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just did some uh, off-the-cuff research. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That looks really. That looks interesting. Yeah. Huh. And like the the, I don't know. New cults are so interesting. Like there was the um, there was some cult relative to like techno stuff, right? I mean, we don't have to talk about it too much. But oh, yeah. Right. Uh, Daylight Daylight Army? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Daylight Army. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember I, I like, read a couple things about that. It's pretty interesting. We know someone that was in it. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot <laughs> yeah, of people. The, the, main, yeah. the main guy, his father is the founder. No, not the founder, but he's the head of the Ayn Rand Foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, there's like insane connections. It's like, yeah, and he was in the... Cool. the military uh in israel and was like shit are bombed like. oh the Mossad? that'd be cool though no yeah. oh we, we should talk about that huh that uh the ex-israeli dude who said that like, uh, yeah, that's the first yeah. thing on my list of stuff yeah. What, yeah what do you think of that i'm i'm highly skeptical of that aliens are only talking to the united states and israel um yeah did he say that they're only talking to United that's what that that's the headline i don't know if he yeah. if that's a verbatim quote but yeah i think I they ran to... with that part but...
so let's so yeah we're talking about that uh that article that came out where it was like the head of the uh israeli space program i guess right something like that yeah yeah he like defense yeah i think it was should should we call it up (laughs) (laughs) i mean we don't we don't need to do our due diligence i'm sure everyone's seen it yeah yeah everyone's seen it i i mean for my take on it is that uh it seems seems legit yeah, so, I think I, I think so. I mean, um, this is like well, fuck, hand fuck hand if I know what what does legit the, mean? Is it like totally. uh, disinfo or you know or? This would be like the tenth like major nation to come out and say that aliens exist. Yeah, the the what was it? Not the prime minister of Canada, but some high up position the, in the, Canada. The like, Ministry of Defense, I think. Yeah, there. he came out yeah. about it. That was one of the first. Ago. But actually, what nobody oh, yeah. talks about is the French report that says that mm. UFOs absolutely exist and are not from this earth. And it's like it was published throughout all France and then just buried in the U.S. Right. So, and then of course, like, you know, it's not very hard to find U.S. documents that show that UFOs exist too. It's hard to, Uh, it's hard to quantify like what is happening, but we're definitely inching towards some sort of form of disclosure. Um, what, what kind of stock you want to put into that? I mean, you could dedicate a whole fucking podcast to that. Obviously people do. Yeah. But uh, it's it's interesting. He said that Trump was privy of them, and, and Trump was on the precipice of like talking about it, <laughs> which is which is what like the like Dave Wilcock and uh, that's what Corey, him and Corey say. Were, were yeah. Saying yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that would have been perfect if Trump was the one to be like, yeah, we've been, we've been talking to aliens. Uh, we got I got some alien guys down in nevada yeah, i know if, if if they were right about that that, oh, that would have been so, so funny that would have been so sick turns out that trump was like actually cool the whole time <laughs> yeah that would be i would eat my hat if that were true yeah, um, yeah. turns I mean, out that's yeah. that's like what got us away from get the ketchup out ben time to eat yeah. that hat I, I yeah i'm i have very mixed feelings about any kind of disclosure ever happening and even if it did, I, I probably wouldn't believe it. But that doesn't mean I don't think that there's any like you know. I obviously I'm doing a podcast about this kind of stuff, so I, I'm very I've always been very interested in it. But yeah, yeah, we'll over have the years to stop I've gotten the more podcast. and more, more and more skeptical. You know, yeah, especially Why? yeah, especially if the government's involved because I just any government, uh because it's such a useful tool for covering up other stuff is what seems to be. Mm-hmm. It um, has been forever, yeah. Right. And which also, again, doesn't mean that it's not separately true in some way. So I kind of have this cognitive dissonance about that, um, about how it's used as like, how it's like, you know, been demonstrated to be used as a cover up for like weird, like technology stuff or like the way like, psi research was used to cover up like more nefarious stuff but that doesn't mean psi as like a principle doesn't exist because i think it does i just don't trust that yeah it's the source not like the thing itself if that makes sense Mm. yeah yeah i mean for for us i mean i i mean i definitely I mean, I guess it's not like, obviously, it's not impossible that we could have come up with the technologies ourselves. But like, 
um you know yeah. the technologies that are being used like behind the scenes are like so much more advanced than totally presented and we've seen them firsthand and they're mm. like insane yeah i think i've had like two or so ufo sightings like however yeah. You want, or may, yeah maybe yeah I, I guess it depends what you want to classify as like a ufo sighting but Right. There's always like a sense of eeriness that almost doesn't even feel like it's a technology that you're seeing. It's more like uh, right. it's like a different class of thing as opposed to like a really high tech like plane. It's more like I don't know what that is. Um, yeah, like a life form or something. Right, and that, so that's why I lean towards that lately, at least like that. It's some kind of like being as opposed to like a craft. Mm. Those things yeah. can exist independently too, right? Totally. Like, yeah, yeah, that's my you feeling. You can have an experience where you see an exotic technology, but then you can also have an experience where you see like a living light or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, a, a, according to, you know, things we've heard that they do both exist. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that makes sense. I mean, given. And I guess we talked about this a bunch on our last uh, Patreon or whatever uh, episode, right? The Nazi UFO stuff, like all the secret exotic technologies and the research that went into that. Yeah, um, right. But like before and after World War II, it, it would make sense that they had gotten far beyond what like the public, um, you know, face of technology is. Right. Like, um so, yeah, I don't know. That's why it's just, it's so hard the deeper you look into that angle on it, the more pressure you get on the on the side of you that wants to think that, like, there's some sort of other life form. So there's, there's always this, like, this, you know, push and pull. But I do think that they can coexist as, as explanations for these events. I think it's interesting yeah. if they're just, like, two completely different phenomena that are not, right. like, legitimately investigated. So they kind of get lumped together. But, like, there's sort of this sentient like ultra dimensional like light phenomena yeah. that's happening but then there's also like uh right. advanced secret military craft that is you know independent of that you know right. but then yeah. I, that is not what this is israeli um minister of <laughs> this space program is saying right he's, he's not saying that he's saying we're in touch with like a galactic federation yeah um, right which yeah. is kind of like where we that that's all the research and info that we've kind of been following says too, you know. Right. Yeah. That's like especially in that like in the like exopolitics stuff. Like. Uh, yeah. Damn. Whatever. I, like, I, yeah. That, I that's don't know cool. how I feel about Michael Scala, but. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, or or like even any of them at this point. That's but, like, the I, thing. Yeah. Really good research, though. I mean, he yeah he does have really. Good I research. I don't think you can disregard them. Um, no, yeah, I wouldn't disregard them, but there I think there's some sketchiness. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I'm curious what your guys' take on just like what went down with Gaia is actually. Yeah, what happened there? There was so much drama, and it was very hard to cipher through the drama. We talked about that a little bit with uh, Rec Recluse, um, yeah, S Stephen Snyder in the last episode. Um, it's it's almost like I know more about the history of Gaia, and I don't know much, but 
I, I feel like I know more about the history of it as a television network than I do actually watching it because I've never been a Gaia member. I've never really, I mean, I've seen things that are, are presented by Gaia, but probably end up on YouTube or I've seen them conversely that, you know, went the other way that existed and then got swallowed up by the conglomerate of Gaia. Um, but yeah, I've never been a member, so Mm. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I saw the, uh, you know, we've talked about a couple times, um, the secret space program movie, uh, what is it called again? I always forget the name. Above Majestic. And yeah. Cosmic Above yeah, Majestic. Yeah, yeah. I think sums up that whole thing a lot. Um, where you know, it's it's kind of like, I, I it's hard for me to trust anybody who presents a very clear story. You know, because then it, you know you really have to hang your hat on this person's account. Right. And it's like uh-huh. there's so much disinfo. Um, there's so much compromise. There's a lot of trust involved there where it's like mm-hmm. Corey Good's story. He's talking about bait, like, you know, large scale bases on the moon and stuff. You know, I really have yeah. to trust this personality uh, in his, his story. And I don't, I don't think I'm ready yeah. to do that. And then especially like a lot of it, it. Yeah. It's like up to like intuition about, about the person's character and whether or not you're able to like, to, to take that information in and put it all on trust. Yeah. Um, because you can't confirm that kind of authority, right? Right. Like, we uh, we watched every episode of Cosmic Disclosure. What did you think? Uh, I mean, I've watched maybe I, ten. I it was actually it. pretty yeah. amazing. I it thought was it was incredible. pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. How many are and, there now? That's been going on forever. Well, it's well, it's, it's, it's over now. Corey yeah. and, and David both watched, they left Gaia, and there was a big drama about that. Yeah, I, yeah. You Cosmic referenced that. What happened? Fun, but no, there's no more. Corey's not on it anymore. Um, Interesting. But what ha- what was the drama with with Gaia? I don't. It's really it's, weird. Uh, well, there was Jay Widener was involved. He left too. He went yeah. crazy. There's. I'm not really sure. <laughs> it seems like everybody involved kind of went insane. Yeah, almost. that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, it seems like a lot of big personalities working together is bound to yeah. cause that kind of that kind of rift. Um, I remember watching a lot of the. Uh, was it? project camelot stuff i think that was wilcox's thing before he merged with gaia yeah that um, was with that one woman right yeah i can't remember, like can't remember her name but um a lot of them ended up in in q yeah world well yeah i don't know about yeah. wilcox to me has always been a, a fishy character um you know, he he came onto the scene basically saying that he was like Edgar Casey reincarnated. <laughs> yeah, I know about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. If you, start, yeah, I, think, I think his problem is that his ego gets the best of him. For but sure, he does seem like guy, an I mean, ego. We've watched guy. so much David Wilcox stuff, and he is definitely an insane genius and like brilliant researcher. And like listening to him talk about like alternative sciences and physics and stuff uh whether it's true or not is just such like interesting brain work to go through Hmm. totally Uh, yeah and and honestly it to me makes a lot more sense than a lot of like conventional physics yeah i mean wisdom teachings was an amazing show Uh, we watched so many episodes to a certain degree i mean the thing is that you do have to deal with his personality through it which is like ridiculous yeah and then all the 2012 stuff you know he always wants to be the prophet so he'll predict yeah. things because yeah. he wants to be the first to to you know to predict it but then it doesn't actually yeah happen, so i so. think that's his downfall is yeah. that he like right. so well been in being like okay i see it 
this is going to happen and then just goes all in. And yeah. sometimes he's even like, I know that I shouldn't be doing this because <laughs> I did this before and then it like wrecked he my career. And, and he yeah. did that with coronavirus. Like he was like, there's the, all the arrests are coming. Oh, like you're no, gonna see all no, the no. documents. Like oh, right no. before Easter, it's all, and yeah, he's like, I know that out. I probably, I was waiting to go on the line, but I, I'm gonna do it. Oh, no. <laughs> it really is, yeah. That really sounds like an addiction or something. Well, <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah, it's like, kind of sad. Yeah. Like, yeah, I still love David Wilcox. Though. I actually still, yeah, I still really like him. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about him because I feel like when I got into like heavy into a lot of this stuff, um, you know, I like I was always interested in, in in these subjects, but when I really started engaging like the ufology community and stuff, Wilcox was like a gateway, right? Because he's kind of a right. gatekeeper of this totally. whole scene, this thing of ours, and it is kind of like a mafia, I think, like in a weird way. Like it, it feels like if you, you know, we talked about this on the last episode, but if you were to like yeah. cross Wilcox at like a convention, he'd be he'd take you to the side and be like. Don't fuck with yeah. my shit. Oh <laughs> like, totally. yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely like that. Yeah, I mean, when he left Gaia, he like was calling them like Luciferians. Well, he called Graham and, Hancock Luciferian. And he and oh Brian, my god, Graham really? Hancock. Damn, that's funny. And I, I think he's like back. I think they're cool. He was just them. like in the last thing that he did. He was like talking about Graham Hancock. Holy shit! If, I mean, I'm Graham Hancock as if he's uh as if they're friends again so i, I don't know who knows damn man all this drama yeah. is like yeah, yeah it's retarded blown up to this like huge like yeah like I, that's like a it just happens in all these like microcosms like just <laughs> people messing with each other and then like everyone who like is interested in it kind of has to like figure out what to do with like the the waste that's left behind yeah we, yeah. yeah we were talking about that with peter lavinda too um yeah. kind of a similar thing but not i mean lavinda's like i feel like i don't know a different a different case but i i definitely think wilcox has like a messianic you know properties that he you know often carries out um yeah yeah i think he's <laughs> He's got some delusions of grandeur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he must have been making a ton of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right? So, so the like, money stuff is definitely yeah, sketchy. It's a little sketchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll put classes online for like... $333. Damn. I mean, I guess that's probably a big part of it because it, it's probably a lot easier to be like a a Jacques Vallée character where you're approaching, approaching things with like this openness, you know, yeah. or just like, I don't really know what's going on, but here's what I know about it. Um, but then you can't right. really like induct people into doctrines and like, you know, sell them classes right. and shit. Right. Yeah. Did you guys watch the, the, the valet, uh, uh, Joe Rogan interview? I he haven't yet. Jack Fillet, yeah. I'm he was curious if he says like different things and what he said on Coast to Coast for like I watched 15 like half years. of it. How was um, it? Really interesting. I it actually it just it, it showed me how much I've changed in my approach to the whole UFO subject because I was pushing back in my head on things that I normally would have been like, this is really awesome and it's getting talked about. Um, 
but it also made me excited again about some of the like still mysterious aspects of it. Um, Cause I've just been like, so wrapped up in this like skeptical approach to it, which I used to like hate, like with my whole heart, like this, like, cause it, like the whole idea of like debunking something is so like, yeah. it's so rude and like sad. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I, when I found a way into like skepticism as like still being like kind of an excited, like, that it could be like this like crazy like intelligence thing that's like still yeah. exciting to me so it was more palatable but I, I think it's just a more honest place for me to be to be like kind of like I have no idea but I don't think it's as like I don't think it's, I think it's as like uh interstellar and like um I think a lot of it is more like human manipulations which is like very uh depressing to me but feels like a safer place to be so I don't like invest my <laughs> my soul into like, you know what I mean? But so, well, I mean, well, like still having room, you know? If the technology that they have is out there that they're using, how could it not be interstellar? That's so true, no. <laughs> it can bring you to another star system for sure. Right, I mean like the origins, I guess, as opposed to the yeah, that's, application. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. Like it would have the, at least in terms of propulsion too easily yeah. get you to the moon um and get, get you to mars right. and stuff. but that means that they would have been able to figure yeah. out like what it means to like even like live on another planet which like i feel like the the biology of that must be like absolutely like insane i mean or maybe it's just not like it i guess a lot of it depends on what your conception of like like humankind's place in the universe is like is it possible for us to even leave earth like in a sustainable way it, it's yeah. like it's interesting because what if um you know humanity figured out some form of exotic propulsion but only used it for espionage <laughs> because that's yeah. like their main concern like is that really without like beyond the realm of possibility that we're still concerned with like earthly conflicts you know i mean it's it's right. interesting and you're talking about like how you know the younger you is is sort of open to all these avenues of ufology right and then you get involved in it and you become more skeptic because ufology itself is this sort of void that attracts lost souls right so there's all these <laughs> stories and and people like have all these doctrines and stuff right right it's, it's a it's like a marketplace of like uh manipulators and like but it's also like i feel like it's also like part of this universal very artistic approach to life of like mm. wonder and curiosity and like so i think it's almost like a sacred art even though it's also like this like yeah the scam for people to make their quick <laughs> several thousand bucks and then leave um <laughs> i think it's, it's both depending on the yeah, convention yeah, like religion right yeah exactly it's, it's yeah it's like anything else which is why it's yeah. yeah which is why i like find myself kind of like yeah like bristling at watching jacques valet whereas like mm. like five or six years ago even i would have been like oh my god how did he like jacques valet is on this show like this is crazy i love this guy yeah do you, do you feel like you were like burned by like someone you like really looked up to in the community or something <sighs> No, I think looking into um, the MJ-12 documents and um, especially like everything around that like late 80s, early 90s, like Roswell and like 
yeah, the MJ12, that whole thing, and how like it just like almost it just certainly is like um, weird, like <laughs> Office of Naval Intelligence stuff. Like it kind of really was like, oh, it was very deflating. But that again, that doesn't mean that like some of the other. I, I find myself more attracted to like. Mean what? by that? What exactly do you mean by that? Oh, just like uh, William. Was it? Oh, fuck. Who's the dude? Um, William Moore, I think, and like Richard Doty, and like this whole like sort of oh, yeah, miniature, yeah. miniature cabal of like intelligence agents, kind of manipulating ufology, like definitely so disappointing. But like it, it, I feel like it's driving me towards like appreciating like individual people's experiences more, and like that's where I find like yeah interest in this yeah. is like hearing with about people who like have no like obviously don't have like any like intelligence connections or like any like ulterior motives. They're just like, they had an experience and they want to relate it. It's where I find right. the most. Right. Yeah. And I believe people mostly, I don't believe like people who like have huge big budget documentaries is maybe where my right. line is. I think that, that is sense. like Our the most. Un un pretty unbelievable. So that's. Yeah. Let's yeah, get into that. Let's yeah, yeah. That sounds great. That's yeah, a good, yeah. good segue. Um, if you guys want to oh, talk okay. a little bit about some UFO experiences you've had. Sure. So yeah, um, should we, I guess we could start from the beginning. We we wrote out like a little timeline of like just kind of. Definitely takes a while to tell this stuff. expand upon that like at a different time or something because it's yeah it's, it's really like it was insane and uh and it, it was like we there's like many different things we would but yeah we'll get into that in so would you say what um, you but, saw is more of like a physical thing or like yeah, a, cra so, a craft so i guess we'll start from the beginning so um so we like the first time we had an experience uh which was not the insane one this was like a this was like you know kind of easy to to fathom sort of thing um we we were in like are you guys familiar with fort tilden it's like a it's like a really cool beach that's in far rockaway mm -hmm. it's the it's like the okay it's like the the um like the tip of Far Rock. You wouldn't even know you were okay. in New York. Like, it's really beautiful and there's tons of nature trails and yeah. like an old bunker, World right. War II bunker. Yeah. Bunker. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to ask. There's like a bunker there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunker on the beach, uh, which is like one of our favorite places to, to hang out near. Um, and then there's like two batteries that you can go on to, um, which are like these like big structures um and uh and then all sorts of like little buildings that are like have like outgrowth on them and stuff and mm. it's yeah it's pretty awesome um but yeah so that's like one of our favorite spots to go to so we were we went there and it was like august so it was like um the i forget what um what meteor shower what is it called the i don't know 
that's in August. It's there. There's some like uh, it happens every year. Yeah, but, I, for, uh, I forget. Yeah. yeah, I forget the name too. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it was it was during that period. So we like stayed to to like watch the stars and like watch watch that because it, it was like great visibility. And uh, so we were like laying down, just like watching the stars for like, you know, a half an hour or so. And at some point, I feel like we didn't really see that many meteors, but uh, at some point, like one of us, I forget who it was, but like one of us to the other was like, yeah, like, you know, I see this like thing that's like moving around a lot. I thought it was a star, but it was like, it's like moving. And, and then like, you know, um, the other one of us was like, yeah, I'm also looking at one too, or like, I'm looking and I see that too. And then it turns out that like, we were both actually looking at two separate ones that were going on. Mm-hmm. And then we started to realize that like half the things that we like thought, or I don't know, like a third of the things we thought were stars were all moving. And, uh, and, uh, we started to just kind of like, I don't know, we were just watching them for a while and we realized that they were like triangle shaped. And- uh, Whoa, that's, I have had that exact same experience. That's crazy. Well, yeah. Wow. Just one, but yeah, thinking something with stars, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. sorry yeah. for interrupting. Yeah, that's, well, that's no, uncanny, yeah. Yeah. Me too as well, actually. Really? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Dave, get out I, of here. I am not lying yet. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. no, it doesn't surprise me because we've seen this happen a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, you can see it almost any time when you go to Port Tilden. Yeah. Uh, huh. So, yeah, it was, uh, but, you know, I mean, I had been there many times. I lived in Far Rockaway for years, for four years, uh, and I never saw it, you know. And uh, and I've, I've, I have seen really crazy things in that area before, like drones and, like, like weird military drones and stuff. And you guys have um, all seen like a satellite, right? Cause like you see like something that you think is a shooting star, but it moves across the sky, but it's obviously mm-hmm. taking like yeah, a linear perfect. trajectory. So that's like a satellite. Yep. But I think yeah, yeah. what we're all talking about is, is something that is basically like the size of like the light of a star, but starts to take yeah. like an abnormal trajectory across the sky yeah. and darts exactly. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. It stays, but stays there. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> or not, but you know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen satellites. I've seen, I mean, we see crazy stuff out here all the time, you know? So, um, and, and yeah, and I mean, I've, since I was a kid, I looked at stars, you know, all the time. So I've, I've seen plenty of weird stuff, but, um, but yeah, this was, this was definitely different. And, and so, the more we looked, the more we were able to make out. And eventually we started to really, we started to see that like, they they weren't as far up as we thought. They were like really far, but pro- we were, I was estimating about 70,000 feet up-ish. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that from the size that they were, you know, that they were probably around like, like four to 400 to like a thousand feet per side so like really big um and and they were black triangles um so we at the time we thought they were drones because we knew like that like there was a lot of like drone espionage and stuff um on you know you know that the u.s was conducting on its own people and uh yeah yeah. (laughs) 
we just figured that they were dr drones, but we like had never really seen a, dr a black triangle drone. And I mean, I had heard of black triangle UFOs, but I, I didn't really think it was a UFO. It wasn't really like, it was like it, with the, mo the motions that it was doing were like totally within the realm of like what I thought a drone could potentially do, but the size seemed insane. You know, was it three fact. points of light? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it, yeah. you could see the black color, you know, mm -hmm. it was, even though it was against the dark sky, you know, it's like hazy and, right. you know, I mean, it was, it was a clear sky, but it's New York. So it's not like mm -hmm. perfect. So you could see that it, there was a triangular shape that was slightly darker than the rest of the sky. And that was about as much as you could make out of it, but it was like, it you could really see it and when you could see that there was just like a bunch of these triangles just like it looked like sort of like like a shark tank or something like how like sharks are like right yeah like, yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a good description uh, of it yeah yeah so it was like like at uh, different altitudes sort of yeah, i think so like crisscrossing yeah. each other yeah. and stuff which is like panning all across you know um um so yeah, so so we watched for like a long time and we were just like amazed by it and also scared, but yeah. like more more amazed, but like also like, yeah, it's really there. Wow, they're really doing this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you feel at all like, fuck, should we be here? Like, should we yeah. leave? Uh, yeah. The other one we did. The yeah, one yeah. that we'll tell after, but yeah, that yeah. one we were definitely... Uh, this one, it was like, it just felt, we felt like safe. it was we're, fine. We didn't yeah. feel scared, really. But but we felt like, wow, we've probably seen this before, and we just had no idea. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we went, we, but, you know, we, we on the way home, we were like, couldn't wait to look it up, you know, and see, like, if we could find the craft that it was. And when we got home, we we like put in all the like keywords of like what we looked at, and it brought us to TR3Bs. Yep, we were right. talking about that in the Patreon. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, and then that brought us to them. I mean, I researched it a bunch and saw like declassified documents about and patents it and, too. and patents. Yeah uh and um you know uh and th and then that led us to edgar fushi or fushi fauci right uh, <laughs> dr fauci yeah yeah <laughs> edgar <laughs> fouché right yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i've seen he has that book uh i don't remember the name but yeah i, I know who you're talking about yeah yeah, I never read any of his books. Um, we just watch YouTube but, uh, lectures by him. Yeah, yeah, he did a lecture that's really sick. Um, and uh, and he details, like, the whole mechanics of it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like electromagnetic field disruption vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I mean, it all made sense from what we saw of that particular thing. Huh. And and the dimensions were like exactly. It said that he said that they were about six hundred by six hundred by six hundred feet. Yeah, wow. so, so that's huge. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think was it was like, like a person in it? Uh, well, my sense of it was that there that it was a drone, but yeah. but they're operated by people. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought about about those at least. Although, yeah. Who knows what the technology is like today? Yeah, I'm really coming on yeah. board to thinking that the TR3B is like a a real definitely like a 
real technology that the U.S. Oh, military yeah, has. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, you, you can really kind of like get a pretty good. I mean, I you know you can see some patents for it. Uh, it's and then like that's spooky because it's like Northrop Grumman, I think, made it. It's like you know, it, it, we have the name of it. Yes, yeah. right. right. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and so he says that it was built from back, back technology. It, it was like you know, um, alien reproduction vehicle. So, right. Um, that didn't quite nail. It's like an. It's actually an earlier one. It's not totally anti gravity. It's, it's like yeah. It's electric. Yeah. Anti gravity. Yeah. I like think it's tor like torsion fields. Yeah. It's so it's electromagnetic field disruption. Yeah. Um, which basically, yeah, it's like kind of creates like a torsion field, I think. Yeah. Through like um, warping the, the field in front of the craft, which creates like yeah. a form of gravity in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And then it uses like nuclear fusion or fission. I think I feel like it, they say that it's fusion technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's like I mean, getting in the weeds for me. I'm, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be fission. Uh, I don't know. It's like it's hi hydrogen nuclear. You know, I forget what what type, but that's it's like it's it's uh it's like I guess so. It it, it basically the the electromagnetic um, disruption technology makes it eighty nine percent weightless, so it has no hmm. torque, you know, or anything. And then the the nuclear power just like sends it really fast. So, accor according to documents I read, it can go like forty thousand miles per hour or something like that. So, Yikes! That's fast. Yeah. So and it <laughs> yeah, it, that's cool. It can get to the moon and Mars really quick, but I don't think it's really meant for like intergalactic travel. Um, That'll be cool though. Yeah, but it could zip anywhere in the U.S. I mean, anywhere in on Earth in like. A second so there's a lot there's a lot of, i think they're fake but there's a lot of videos of like tr3b's like blowing up like things and more i don't think that they're i think yeah. they look kind of fake yeah there was the the iraqi one that looks really crazy but I don't yeah know really I, and not. in syria i think yeah. there's one but <laughs> yeah i doubt they would use well maybe they would use it for that i think they <laughs> would but yeah but their daytime ones i kind of doubt it but who knows right yeah yeah but yeah, so then you want to tell about our targeted ads? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's the next. So That stuff freaks me out. Although, so, before so you start... hitting pause and then going at downstairs um into my house in philadelphia from 1910 or whatever <laughs> like from being in this virtual environment talking about like exotic technologies and the, the stark contrast is hilarious amazing yeah um so do you guys want to talk about um 
the other sighting that you had or the other experience yeah, that you had? yeah so oh well well why don't we um pick back up from where we were we were um i think about to the get targeted into... the targeted so, right about oh yeah oh yeah def got to talk about that yeah so so yeah um so yeah from us so first off from uh, from us typing in these keywords and finding like tr3b I've I've like looked in I've always been like very interested in UFOs and my whole life and always yeah. like believed in them and wanted to see one and like wanted to really like you know learn about them and and Zoe yeah I, I I've been always been obsessed with UFOs I mean when I was a kid I would I would take out all the books from the library in elementary school about UFOs so. hell yeah yeah me too <laughs> yeah so you know i mean i had researched them but and you know i mean i guess some of the info that we found out i guess is stuff that people knew before but but like it just completely opened a bunch of doors to us having these key words uh that led us into like you know uh, like the aurora project and like um all the different vehicle names and like all this sort of like info that then led us to like the secret space program and then shortly after that we start i i started getting targeted facebook ads for gaia oh yeah, for uh, yeah of course exposure. yeah and uh which of usually facebook ads i completely ignore but this one i was like well this looks really crazy <laughs> so we watched the first episode of that and and then we're like yeah we gotta like sign up for this <laughs> you got targeted so, yeah yeah so we do you think uh, gaia is like predatory we're gonna get killed ben yeah i'll get killed with, with, yeah. with them and and i mean there's you know i mean while we had it though it was kind of pretty great though it, yeah. it, we watched it all the time and we, we watched all cosmic disclosure and wisdom teachings, wisdom teachings and i like uh, some of your yoga programs too yeah george nori's show we watch sometimes yeah no, yeah i kind of wish i had that it's a, yeah, yeah i mean it's kind of a pretty great program i mean I, we, yeah. we canceled it after they left and like right what is it now it, like david ike is on there i had gaia for like a, a month when I, I watched some of cosmic disclosure well what's his name took over cosmic disclosure what's the other guy's name uh, no, he left. Uh, I forget no, what's what his the other name? guy's name? He, he, he got kicked out shortly after. Oh, yeah. like, they all get, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they got it really the is like the mafia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like knocking people out. Um, if if it's the mafia, George Nori is like the consigliere. Like he's like <laughs> the right hand man or something. I feel yeah. like George Nori is pretty <laughs> fucking funny. What was that? Yeah, he took over. He, he took over Dave Wilcox yeah place and then they got uh, well it's completely scrubbed from the internet now though the, yeah all, all the very good ones are completely yeah. gone and deleted you can't find them anywhere on the internet anymore why is that do you think did they have like a falling out like oh yeah yeah really and they're wrapped ones, up but... into like huge lawsuits and stuff uh, Corey and david wilcox no a uh, Corey and uh gaia yeah oh and the, the company itself i mean That's... probably David Wilcox David, too. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, yeah, I guess I was like slightly aware of that. Yeah, I didn't know that it, was, it got like all that like legal stuff. I mean, yeah. Um, George Norrie kind of fascinates me because he's like, 
comes from this old like showbiz radio thing like he wasn't actually like interested in like phenomena he just kind of like landed at coast to coast i think right just like as a job yeah (laughs) i think he has like a jobber through and through like yeah he took over for our bell after he like mysteriously yeah our (laughs) bell shit is weird um but our bell was like a good interviewer um i feel like george nori is like sleepy as fuck through a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't ask very good questions. He has yeah. terrible basic. questions that that don't like are total non sequiturs often, and like, and then like he would he started doing this thing with Beyond Belief where he would show like a clip from like some Hollywood movie that he'd like stop the interview at some like point oh, that yeah. might if it was a good interview it would be like often in the middle in this awkward position where like. The interview was starting to go good and then he'd be like all right i'm gonna stop this and we're gonna watch this clip from this like hollywood movie where it's, uh, we should do that <laughs> yeah, we should just like throw clips from like close encounters into our episodes yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. like yeah like we're talking about the sp- secret space program and like look at this independence day they like take out the white house look hell at yeah every episode <laughs> would have like a clip from the matrix in it it's like connected to the government you know (laughs) have you guys um seen like the george nori hot pockets thing when he goes on like a tangent about hot pockets on coast to coast and how they burned the roof of his mouth and he's like hot pockets should be fucking illegal (laughs) they burned the shit out of my mouth (laughs) wow hot pockets are an exotic technology yeah that's true it's it's really weird like I don't know what the hell happened with Art Bell, but like he must have got targeted by some like proto gang stalking shit or something because like he dropped out and then he was like talking about some weird shit with like his either his life was actually weird or like he got targeted by something really weird. I don't know, but yeah. the end of his career is really strange. Um, He came back with like another show. He had like another show after Coast to Coast, and it was pretty good. I mean, I I loved yeah. our Bell stuff. Um, and then he stopped yeah, doing yeah. that. He got into some weird like Howard Stern style like contractual obligation shit with uh like Sirius yeah. Radio or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, let's let's um maybe talk about like uh the other uh, yeah. contact yeah, so experience you Zozo's second in-depth contact experience will be featured on the next Patreon episode later this week. To join our Patreon for exclusive episodes monthly, bonus written materials, Q&As, merchandise discounts, and much more, visit patreon.com slash consensus on reality. Thank you and enjoy the rest of this free episode. So do you guys want to talk a little bit about the new record to finish this out? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I think we, so we started the project, like, I like, I guess we actually technically started it before, I think, any of them. Um, and, and the name actually did come before that. That was like the first idea was that it was you know it was more of a musical idea to start um but then it really um the the first show we played was like shortly it was like shortly after we 
came up it was like in 2016 actually in like austin austin mm -hmm. yeah um and that was kind of like earlier kind of stuff i think that that was maybe i guess that would have probably been right after i guess that was right so i guess yeah we had actually already had the first experience then yeah you guys are incredible live too i was lucky enough to see y'all i think in layla's backyard that was the oh, shit yeah <laughs> that's one of our only few shows we've we haven't played them it's funny we've we've been playing since 2016 but we've played like five shows yeah <laughs> yeah we didn't even get into like the saturn stuff yeah. um but so uh how how long is the new record is it a full length or it's no, a, it's, it's an just EP. an ep, EP. Yeah. yeah so it's just like 20 23 minutes and like 18 seconds i think are you guys releasing it to Bandcamp or something uh, it's gonna be like on all uh, all major like streaming services, and yeah, you could buy it at Bandcamp too. Hell yeah! You guys want to drop some links? Sure. Yeah. So our website is zozo.global. Where you can uh, sign up for our mailing list. Yeah. Right now, it's just like a animation, like a JavaScript animation that you click on and brings you to a mailing sign up list but yeah <laughs> we're gonna try and make a full page soon but uh yeah um i i you know it's we have a lot of we're i don't know we're juggling a lot of stuff right now <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh and then um yeah we have a a youtube uh can you link stuff like i don't know the like <laughs> the youtube page <laughs> Yeah, I guess if you send it to. Oh yeah, yeah. we'll link we'll, we'll it. We'll put all it in right. the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, definitely yeah, check yeah. out Zozo. Instagram. This band is is the ticket. Um, the minute you strapped Ben up, it was my kind of act. It was terrifying. It was dangerous. Very exciting. Yeah, I agree. And our video was shot in Fort Tilden, in the same location that we had the UFO experience. Oh, cool. We simulated a UFO experience within it, too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. So. so I guess we'll cut there. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah. Please. Thanks uh, for coming on. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah that was definitely. incredible. Um, we'll definitely have uh, them on again because this has been cool. a very, very great experience. Um and check out Zozo. Uh, this is a, a great band. And what is this? Your first release? First, like, true release? Yeah. 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 Zozo, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's it for us. The single is, current, is, is already out. Oh, and our right. REP is coming out on, uh, on uh, January 14th. January 14th, yeah. January 14th. Check that out. Yeah. Zozo. All right. <laughs> <laughs>